You're listening to the Sheep Spot Podcast, a show for hand spinners about making yarns we love. Hello, darling sheep spotters. Welcome to episode 60 of the Sheep Spot Podcast. I'm Sasha from Sheepspot.com, where we are laser focused on helping you make yarns you love with beautiful bo- <laughs> with beautiful fibers and top-notch instruction. Today we are talking about spinning bats. Bats are wonderfully tempting creatures, but if you've never worked with them, they can be a bit perplexing because there are lots of different kinds of bats and there are many, many ways to approach spinning them. And bats present their own challenges when it comes to managing color. Fortunately for us, spinner extraordinaire Jillian Moreno has produced a brilliant video in collaboration with Interweave that does a really, really effective job of breaking down the various ways to spin different kinds of bats. Even better, she devotes lots of time, because she loves color, to talking about how to manipulate the color in bats in different ways. She manages to crawl to cram all this information into, I think it's like 50 minutes. It's kind of amazing. Um, So if you have not worked with bats, or even if you have worked with bats, I I learn a ton from it every time I watch it. Jillian's video will be a great addition to your spinner's library. It's called 12 Plus Ways to Spin a Bat, and I highly recommend it. She starts by explaining exactly what a bat is. So basically a carded sheet of fiber and the size of the sheet depends on the size of the carter that made it. And she explains how it's different from comb top or from carded roving. And then she talks about the four major kinds of bats. So blended bats um, in which all the stuff in them is kind of blended together Um all higgledy-piggledy, as I believe she says in the video. Um, She also talks about layered bats. Um, So bats that are comprised of layers of different colors. Striped bats. And those super textured, everything but the kitchen sink bats that she calls wild bats. So once she's introduced each type of bat, she talks about the different ways you can prepare a bat for ease of spinning. And this is really crucial information because how you prepare your bat to spin is going to have a huge impact on the amount of loft and air in your final yarn and on how the final colors show up. Because bats are a carded preparation, the fibers are going in all different directions. But bats do have a kind of directionality because the teeth of the carding cloth do align the fiber somewhat as they grab the fibers um, to pull them onto the carding drum. So I think of this directionality as the grain of the bat. So if you think about the grain in wood, um, 
bats have a similar kind of grain, I think, sort of. Um, so any yarn you spin from a bat is going to be a woolen yarn. You can only spin a true worsted yarn from combed top, either hand combed or machine um, produced. But some woolen yarns are going to be kind of more woolen than others. The less the fibers are aligned in the yarn, the more room there is for air and the less dense your yarn will be. So um, when you spin with the grain of the bat, the result will be a denser yarn. And when you spin against the um, grain of the bat, you will make a loftier yarn. So hold that thought because I'm going to come back to it at the end. So Jillian points out that when you're spinning, you probably don't want to have your whole bat in your hand. Some bats are huge. Um, so you'll need to break it up somehow. You can strip it lengthwise and spin it with the grain. You can also attenuate the whole bat, and she really walks you through exactly how to do all of these things. You can attenuate the entire bat lengthwise into what's more or less a roving and spin it with the grain. You can roll the entire bat up and attenuate it crosswise or against the grain, in which case um, you will get a super, super lofty yarn because you're basically just making a huge roll egg and then attenuating it out to make it easier to spin. Um, and she demonstrates each of these techniques with a blended bat, and then she shows samples of all the different yarns that she spun with each technique. And that is super helpful. Um, then she talks about the different ways to spin layered bats, by which she means bats in which the layers are different colors. And she talks about how to produce different color effects with that kind of bat. Again, she shows samples of each of the resulting yarns, so you can see exactly the differences um, between them. And then it's on to striped bats, which she spins in about a zillion different ways. Demonstrate. There are so many more ways to spin a bat in the, demonstrated in this video than 12. Hence, 12 plus ways to spin a bat. Um, so she... So when she's talking about striped bats, she demonstrates how to create gradients, tweedy yarns, randomly colored yarns, and with different amounts of loft. So lots of room for um, experimentation and tinkering there. And then she shows more samples of the yarn she spun and, and swatches to show how they look um, knit up because Jillian is the queen of the sample swatch. And then last but not least, she tackles wild bats. And she notes that there are really only two choices with these bats. Either you emphasize the texture by spinning it against the grain, or you de-emphasize the texture by spinning it with the grain. I mean, you're still going to get a textured yarn from a wild bat, but um, you can kind of, as she says, de-emphasize the texture or emphasize it. Um, and then she also demonstrates core spinning, which is a really fun technique to use with textured bats that involves letting the fiber of the bat wrap itself around an already spun core. So in short, 12 plus ways to spin a bat will teach you what a bat is, explain the different kinds of bats, and show you a bunch of different ways to spin them. 
So get your hands on this video and you will never again be stumped by a bat. You'll be able to use what you learned to plan your bat spinning exploits and make well-informed decisions about how to get the yarn you want. I love this video because, full disclosure, if you're new to me, I love Jillian and I tend to love what she makes. Um, exhaustive as it is, there's only there's one thing she doesn't talk about, and I just want to mention it here, and that's drafting method. And I'm sure this was a conscious decision rather than an omission, like she didn't forget to talk about drafting methods, um, but she spun all of the different yarns that she demos in the video pretty much the same way with a short forward draw. And I think that using different drafts would have just added too many variables and confused people um, because by keeping the draft consistent, she can really show the differences in um, the differences that the, the prep makes and um, whether you're spinning with or against the grain of the bat. Um, so I mentioned this only because the draft you use is also going to affect the amount of loft and air in your yarn. So if you roll your bat into a giant, giant roll egg and you attenuate it, meaning you just stretch it out, and then you spin it against the grain, um, Jillian demonstrates this in the video with a short forward draw. But if you spin that same fiber prepared the exact same way with a long draw, you're going to get even more air and loft um, in your yarn. So just bear in mind that once you've done some experimenting with the techniques Jillian describes, you can change up your draft and generate a whole other set of possibilities. <clears throat> So guys, that's it for me this week. I will talk more about how I'm spinning the Yanta bats in a future episode. Next time, though, I'll talk generally about spinning for a big project and tell you about another great spinning resource that deals with that very thing. So thank you so much for listening, friend. I will see you next time. And in the meantime, if you think you might be interested in the Sheepspotter Society, be sure to head to sheepspot.com slash T, T as in Tom, S, S as in Sam, S as in Sam, sheepspot.com slash TSS to sign up to get a reminder when we open. And that's also the best way to get information on the free video workshop that I'm offering in September, which you do not want to miss. So that's all at sheepspot.com slash TSS. TSS stands for the Sheepspotter Society. All right, my lovelies, go spin something. <laughs>